You know what that music means. Yes, it is Sunday morning on Triple H 100.1 FM and you are listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy. If you haven't joined us before, this is a show that covers health and well-being through connection to people. People in our community and people beyond who share with us their experiences, their decision-making and consequences. And regardless of age, their innate wisdom. By discerning and getting a sense of what is transferable from what these guests share, we can choose to apply the relevant aspects in our lives and in our communities and develop programs that found more sustainable, loving and heartfelt ways to be with each other, thereby improving our physical and our mental health. Deb Sazdanoff is the CEO of Studio Arts. She has extensive experience working in the disability sector and a great appreciation of the unique attributes and traditions of Studio Arts. Um, welcome, Deborah. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's lovely seeing you in the morning as we normally meet when we have breakfast we together. We do, we do, to right the wrongs of the world and to talk about what we're going to do. And now you brought your daughter Layla in. Welcome, Layla. Hello. And it's lovely because Sunday morning is a precious family time, isn't it? You do so much with so many people in the community. It's really lovely that when we get an opportunity to do something on a weekend, it's family and you bring her along. Absolutely, absolutely. We're having a lovely morning together that'll finish with a baby chino and a coffee after this. Can you share with us what Studio Arts do? Because obviously the local people, I, I suspect, know a lot about Studio Arts, but it you actually also work across Sydney. It's not just in Hornsby, it's across Sydney and it's a model that could potentially be replicated in other places. Studio Arts started in Hornsby, as you know, um, back in 2000. Um, and we're what was considered a, a day programs provider for people with a disability. But we've got a real creative arts slant. We do a lot of art activities. We've got a lot of performing arts activities. And we've got some really interesting um, living skills programs. And I think what makes them a bit different from other programs I have seen is every single one of them has a real creative style to it and has a really interesting way of running. So when you're learning things in the living skills programs, you're really learning it in an interesting and exciting way. We've got some amazing staff, so I'm always amazed by the programs we have. Do you know what I love is life is life is colourful, life is 3D. It's not in a textbook and I suspect that that your clients um, will reject the idea of sitting and looking in a book for, you know, constantly just reading from a piece of paper. They don't do that because they know the world is bigger than that. So they call us to account for saying, unless you're going to teach me in a way that's thoroughly exciting and thoroughly interesting, then I'm not going to get involved. It's funny you say that. We just had our uh, third-party verification audit. So that's our quality assurance audit that we have every three years and moving into the new world is going to be every year. And at the wrap-up meeting, the auditor and the, and the person working with him said that you can tell people have a choice in this place. You can tell that they do what they want to do and you can tell by the way we engage and the way we do our our quarterly planning and the way we ask people questions and use that feedback to actually build our programs, you can tell that people actually choose what they want to do and choose how they want their programs to run. Wendy, who's our founder, runs the Literacy and Numeracy program for us. Uh, she still works there. Um, how cool is yeah. that? And 
I went up the other day and there were three of the, three of the members were up singing and she came and stuck her head out. She said they decided that they wanted to use the words they learnt today in karaoke, so that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't what, want to sing, but it wasn't up but, to her. But what better way? I mean, I have to say I learnt most of the letters, well, the kids and I learnt most of the letters of the alphabet from singing them in the car. Um, we learnt we learnt different languages. We learnt French songs from singing them in the car. We learnt, we learnt about... Um, um, reuse, recycle from, you know, singing it in the car. Expression is so much more and we should be allowed to express in so many different ways. So the expression that you're allowing, that's fun. Yeah, they do amazing stuff. I, I, again, I take my hats off to the staff. They just come up with the best ways for doing things. And, you know, we're in a different world to what we were in th- even three years ago with the way this disability sector is funded and people will vote with their feet. If they do not want to be somewhere, they can go somewhere else. So we need to make sure we respond to that and we do things that people want us to do. Tell me about decency within your organisation. Um, it, I mean, clearly you have their respect, the, the, the client's respect, and you respect the clients. Otherwise, you wouldn't work so hard to give them what they wanted and, and in a way that they wanted and in a way that was interesting and fun. But there is, um, there is a res- that respect clearly needs to go both ways. But you can't have respect unless you've got decency. How, how do you focus on decency within the staff and within the, you know, as a, as a, an atmosphere that founds studio arts? Uh, it, I think that's one of the amazing things about this place is that no matter how many incarnations we have and no matter how many how much things change, there is that real focus on our values and our values are inclusion, equity and respect. Mm. And the respect one is the one I think I tend to go back to a lot when we are having conversations with people, whether it be members or staff or anyone who, who isn't showing the right... Um, level of decency towards other people um, and when you've got that as your value and, and you are constantly you know coming back to that um, when anything's going wrong it's it's a really good point to start again from um, we have someone that, that comes in that sometimes isn't very nice to other people for example mm. Mm. Um, you can always come back to that point of respect if mm. you can see um, a situation that's happening with a member and a staff member being really confused about what to do come back to the point of respect and then work out what the what the um, things are from there. So it's interesting. It is, isn't it? Because very often underneath um, the behaviour, there's a hurt. There's something that that person is not feeling met or understood from and it results in a behaviour that we might call um, antisocial or or disrespectful. Mm. But it, it's, again, it's a, an expression and... Um, and people with a disability are far more likely to express that than the people that we would call those without a disability, which I have to say probably the majority of the world has a disability, let's be honest, because sometimes it's emotional. You know, we don't have the emotional tools to be able to cope, which, you know, if it's an extreme, that's classed as a disability, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, in the textbook version of what disability is, it is about something that is affecting your functioning in in society yeah so hello (laughs) suicide rates depression anxiety Layla and i talk about this quite a bit um and we talk about that everybody's got something everyone has got something that affects their life 
Even the bullies, funnily mm. enough, because why are they bullying? We were talking about this the other night. Oh. How bullies, I've never met a parent saying, who said, my kid's the bully. Yeah. My kid's the bad influence. Yeah. My kid's the well, that was the shock for me when I had to go, you know what, I was a I was part and parcel of the bullying at school. I don't think that I was the... In fact, you know what? I was thinking about it. I remember distinctly we were going out for a party. Um, I didn't really want uh, my friend to come, so I was talking about it with everybody else about how we were not going to invite her. That's bullying. And I have to own the fact that uh, I'm, I was a bully. And if we can be honest and go, right, so how do I learn from that and make sure I never do that consciously again, then we address bullying, don't we? Mm, absolutely. Wh- Layla, what's the most important thing you can be? Um, I can always be kind to other people, yeah. even people in student lights and other schools. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's always about hurt. being kind, isn't it? And sometimes when my friends fall over, I just run and get the teacher. Yeah. No but that's right because it's not always for you to do to be do everything. Sometimes you need someone else's help. What do you love about studio arts? Uh, the thing I love about it is everyone's different and they're all not the same, so you know who is who. Yeah, that's so true. Lots of different characters, and you need to get to know people to know what's important to them, don't you? Yes. You do. Yeah. So now, are you going to see the show Wild that's on next week? Yes. Are you going <gasps> to? I am going to the 11 o'clock Friday show. I booked my ticket. You're coming to the nighttime show. Is anyone else coming? Oh, they better be. We're going to the tickets are available from the site. There are now, there are two. Two shows you can go to. Tell us about the show, because I've jumped into the buying the tickets, but tell us about the show first. Every year we do an annual showcase. Uh, I started about three weeks before last year, the first, and that oh, was my first no show. Way. Yeah, it was an amazing thing. Um, How was your nervous system three weeks before? Well, I, I became a helper. I became a backstage <laughs> helper in the change room, and I'm the only person who made a mistake with all the costume changes. Oh. There you go. Well, there you go. We uh, learn. This show's a lot bigger. We've yeah. got up, I think we've got 90 different people performing. Wow. Um, whether it be recorded or live, and I think there's going to be 60, 70 people live. Um, so it's one of the biggest shows we've done. Wow. It's at Hornsby RSL. Um, and the concept is wild, and it's about re- uh, releasing your inner animal and releasing oh. your inner beast and being fierce and being strong. Um, there's dancing, there's singing, there's puppets. We've got puppets even this year. That's uh, so exciting. Uh, our podcast group, uh, streamers, have done a lot of recordings for it. Our drama group have done some recordings and we'll be doing some stuff live. It's going to be amazing. And our art uh, our art members and staff have spent the last couple of weeks doing all stage props. And I, uh, there, was, there was something that you, um, that you said, I read in it. It was the concept of wild is motivated by the inner strength and courage needed in the jungle that is life. I mean, yeah, perfect for today's show, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Life I was thinking jungle. that when I looked in and heard you on the yes. radio outside, actually. You know, this is... So, okay, so you need to sell out. This needs to sell out, guys. Take Friday off. Absolutely. Have a fabulous Friday. Either go to the 11 or go to the evening show. That's at 7.30. It'll be great fun. So it's in the... Uh, Hornsby RSL. RSL, yeah, in the, in the grand room. That's a big room. It's a big room. It's a big stage. Uh, 
we need the we need the change rooms and the costume changes area. So we always need somewhere really big like that. Okay. I mean, my dream is to travel the show one day. We'll see how it we go. Will oh, happen, it, be amazing? it will happen, Dave. Maybe with not so many people, but <laughs> yes, huge. I think I think traveling that number is is big. But wild at the opera house. What do you think? Oh, but you know what? Why not? Hmm? What what you're doing? You are. You are talking about ability. You're showing the creativeness that is in every single one of of us and you're bringing it together in a show. That's a very positive show. And I reckon we should send this recording to someone at the Opera House and have you there because why not? I think it'd be fantastic. If not you, then who? Yeah, if absolutely. not now, then when? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, it should be an amazing performance. I've seen a lot of the rehearsals um, and everyone, you can just see everything starting to gear up and moving to that sort of next level and it's been amazing to watch. They're very serious about their shows at Studio Arts. They are. I love that. So when we talk about the model of Studio Arts and how it's replicable, what would you say are the core things that you do differently to other organisations? So I would say there's a couple of things. Um, one is it's if you look at our website and you look at our uh, timetable, you'll see it looks very much like a community college type thing. People come in and they can choose. And, you know, if people only want to come for half a day, they come for half a day. Um, we do everything. We, we do our core hours, our core programs that are that community college style we have in three-hour blocks. Um, but you can choose from a range of art, a range of performance and a range of um, different learning and life skills programs. So on any one day, we'll be running, one morning we'll be running gardening, we might be running a fitness group, we'll be running a literacy and numeracy group, we'll be running an art program that I've got a whole lot of people weaving, a whole lot of people doing art, uh, painting. Uh, we'll be running a dance and a music at the same time. Like it's... It's, it's a busy little place. It's um, fun. Yeah, so when you talk about a replicable model, um, we try and what we try have been trying to do, and we've just really made some really inroads in the inner west, um, is that we offer those pockets of programs, but ask people what they're interested in. We've had Wednesdays and Fridays running in the inner west in Camperdown for six months now, mm. um, and it's pure art program. So now we've gone out to those people and said, are there other things you want to do? Are there any, are there other days you're coming? So we expand that way. With the world the way it is with an NDIS and we are a small organisation that doesn't have a lot of uh, capital in the background to to play with, Yeah, it really is about finding people who are interested and then starting, not doing a big marketing, building a big building and say, will you come kind of thing. That's right. Um, so that's how we set up the Inner West. We've got... Um, one of our staff, Blake, who lives in the Lower Blue Mountains, has said that he wouldn't mind running something up there. So we've put the call out in that area to see if anyone wants to do music on a Monday. Fabulous. You had a fire a few years ago. Do you think the fire was what changed it? Because you have a great venue now into being what it, what you are now, that out of that, that awful experience... And, and I have to say that, that no one was hurt in it. It was happened at night. But what came out of that, do you think that you've actually got the purpose-built place that you've got now has meant that you can do a lot of those things that you couldn't before? Um, from what I can tell, as you know, I've only been around a year, it's always really running that style. Like, it's always been a really... And that that's, you know, been able to happen from, from day dot. Yeah. Uh, I think... 
it's one the one thing that remember at the same time as the fire we transitioned to the national disability insurance scheme okay and i don't know if people understand just how big a thing that is when you're going from getting the government funds you yeah and they give you three months of money every three months yes and you run programs to you're paying you're claiming from individual people yeah so all of become all of a sudden all you become a time. business yep absolutely and you have to work as a business don't you because yeah, people walk to um, speak with their feet yeah absolutely. which is great because it makes people more accountable for their behavior and for and and obviously disability is one of the biggest areas of abuse in our community mm. go figure um, you know, that people will take advantage of people who have disabilities. Um, but now they don't have to hang around. They can go somewhere mm. else. Absolutely. Um, that is probably more so than the fire and the premises. That is probably what's turned us into... We've almost doubled in size in the last couple of years. Amazing. We had to. to yes. This, and we have to still keep growing because of the size of the building. But it's all about a community model from here. You have a base, but you can operate anywhere. Um, but it's all about community inclusion. It's about working in the community. It's about using those community halls, using those church halls, using those school halls, um, you know, meeting rooms and studios, mm. you know, and dance dance studios and using them out in the community rather than building big um, places. What I think the fire, and this is, and I, like, in, from, from a fire perspective, I'm still quite an observer and out, outsider on this, what I think the fire did was make this, like, was always been studio arts has always been a real darling of the local community and and really love it but i think the amount of things that people had to do in this community to help keep it going when they had nowhere to run from to help bring uh money in to help rebuild the building um and give us a new premises i think the community feels a really strong link extra strong link now i think it's almost like they own the community owns studio arts and studio arts is a real Yes. really embedded in the community mindset. Um, there are very few, few people I meet, and I'm new to the area as well, um, but there's very few people I meet that don't know about studio arts and can't tell you about something they know about studio arts. Not just the name, but actually yes. something they know about it or someone they know from there. It's interesting. It, it's it absolutely inspiring. <laughs> it's absolutely inspiring. And I, um, I don't know if we're able to talk about it yet, but... Really, could we have studio arts on the airwaves soon? We are allowed to talk about it because we have Yay! the official letter. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, we have just received funding from the Australian Broadcast Foundation. Um, as you know, we applied with the support of Triple H uh, for a monthly radio show by our podcast group Studio Streamers. Who will be... Awesome. They don't know yet. They'll find out on Wednesday. Oh, that's so and that's exciting. It's going to be very exciting. Um, so our next steps will be getting Lockie, who runs that group, and we'll be doing our, the production of the show, um, and Chris and Blake, who support him, um, together with you guys and our patron, Stephen O'Doherty. As you know, he's a yeah. radio announcer and I can't remember which radio station, but he's That's very okay. excited about this and yeah. he's very um, involved and we're looking forward to having him on board as well. And we're always looking for uh, new premises and, and trying to raise the funds to get new premises so that we can actually um, have a more disability-friendly environment. You know, we're a very small space here and up two flights of stairs with no lift, uh, which does mean that quite a few people can't 
can't come up and can't do their shows. But uh, that will all change. I yeah, hope, uh, we've got pretty good recording facilities and yeah. and stuff. We know what they're doing with the podcast group, so that's really good. But yeah, it would be great if could move into just occasionally wouldn't that be good to come in and do it live and to to build to a live show with studio arts every now and again yeah it'd be fantastic oh and i mean last week we talked about it you know oliver's out uh he's where he's our pr officer for the show and it would have been great for him to be able to come up but you guys are coming down to us which is great yeah Layla, what do you think about the world you're growing up into does it look friendly do you think that you can be friendly in it i think yes and we should always care about wild. That's what I want to say. Yeah, we should. She wants people to come to the show. Yeah. That's your focus, isn't it? I really want people to come to the show. I don't blame you. Because I, uh, it's going to be fun and it's going to be cool. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, as you grow up, you might be able to help do some things for the show. You might be able to do something backstage, like help with the props. I think the best thing to be about the wild show is that um, you, you get to get up and dance with everyone else yeah. at the end, don't you? And get on the stage. Are you yeah, a bit of a dancer? And you don't. <laughs> and you. And you get to start late. <coughs> so will she? Get to will start late. That's will Layla be on is. the stage? No, she likes to jump uh, at anything where there's a stage. Should oh, jump on really? at the end. Everyone will get up and dance at the end of the show, won't they? Oh, <laughs> that is yeah. good. I remember the last show, which was really funny. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> oh, fabulous! <laughs> Look, it's been lovely having you in. Thank you so much. Thanks, Deborah. Thanks. Thank you very much. Um, it's been great having you in. Uh, get out there and buy your tickets. It's on the Studio Arts website. Website address is www.studioarts.org.au um, and you can also search for it on the Humanities site. Yes. We like humanitics. We do like humanitics. Good ticketing. So fabulous. We will catch you again. I'm thinking that maybe we could do a whole show and do some play-ins of some of your podcasts another yeah, time. All right. That would be great. We'll put that one in the works. We will. As we reflect on the show that we've had today, um, it's always pertinent to remind ourselves that whatever has or is happening in our lives, we are and always will be us constantly learning but underneath in our essence we're amazing and the key is to reconnect to that space and learn to build a body that's trying to tell us if something's not quite right and then seek support with the appropriate support service be that mental or physical health by listening and responding we can build tools to address what we do not yet feel equipped to manage because of course most likely we do have the skills we just don't have the confidence to apply them look for support in the community it is there and so open up to that support and learn to trust it again. That way we don't wait for life to come to us. We take ourselves to life and we be the change we want to see. Remember, if not me, then who? If not now, then when? Decency and respect, the foundation of everything. Till next week's show, be kind, be caring, be love, be all of you. You've been listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM.